What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Got some exciting things to talk about today, and I'm excited to talk to my boy Tom about it. Tom, good morning, bud. How are you? Good morning, Rob. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is early, but the caffeine is on deck, so we're ready to rock and roll. So let me tell you this, buddy. I'm really tired of work. And not <laughs> not not the work, but people stuff not really the work and i'm you know i was telling my boss i'm this close dude i'm just close to 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 losing it but i'll tell you that you know and the day we have the podcast scheduled is the only day we work overtime so i'm staying i stayed late but i'll tell you this there's a silver lining on the you know on my main street all the way through all green lights so life isn't all that bad Karma, man. It came back. It was like, look, we know you got screwed. We're here to take care of you. All right. So Carlos Correa, that's the big news for us to talk about. San Francisco Giants, that was my prediction. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I just thought, you know, it's not, I didn't have a crystal ball or anything. It was just like, these guys were throwing huge dollar amounts at all of these guys and it's not sticking. So where's he going to go if he's not going to go to the Dodgers? But I'll tell you this, 13 years, $350 million, that's $26.9 million a year. He's 28 years old. My first thought before I send it over to you is this. Out of all the teams I can think of, I really love that he went to the San Francisco Giants. I don't want him to be a Yankee. don't want him to be a Dodger. don't want him to be a Ranger. I don't want him to go to a team that's not going to compete. I, I like this. I think he fits in good in that town. So I don't know that he'll compete. That's that's where I'm going to start there. I think this is a perfect marriage for a couple of reasons. The Giants were desperate for a star that they could build around, someone that they could plant their flag going, this is the face of our franchise. We backed it financially. This is our guy. Carlos Correa was 
desperately seeking a place to be that guy. He wanted to be the Mike Trout. He wanted to be the Aaron Judge. Hell, he wanted to be the Francisco Lindor when when Lindor went to the Mets. He wanted to go somewhere where the money represented him being the best player on the team, being one of the top five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten best players in baseball. He wanted that, and he found it with the Giants. The Giants have their guy, their 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 face, so that they can attract other free agents, build around them through the draft to compete. Now, I feel like they've got some pieces, but compared to the the juggernauts that are in the NL now with the Mets, the Phillies, the Braves, the Dodgers, they got a long way to go. And I, I'm I'm happy for Carlos to get the 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 financial security, the money that he deserves, exactly what he needed, you know, to feel, you know, appreciated. I just he's 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 given up an opportunity to win rings to do it. What I meant by compete is I mean they they won didn't they win three World Series at the beginning of of this millennium or whatever, you know, a couple <laughs> And not too long ago, they had more wins than the Dodgers in a season when they won the West. And what I mean by compete is that they can do what the Mets are doing and perhaps buy a championship. But they got someone to build around. He's 28, 13 years. And one question was going around, how old will you be when Correa's contract is up? (laughs) Can you do math that early? Because me, next year... When the season starts, I'll already have had a birthday in February. I will be 52. I will be 65 years old when Carlos Correa's contract is up. I will be your age when Carlos Correa's contract is up. <laughs> Jesus. So if you compare them to the other guys, you got Bogart's 11, 280. So we both said he's going to get 11 or more, and he got 13. That's all. I didn't see that coming. And Trey Turner got 11,300. So he had to go more years to beat these guys. I mean, he's got to be happy with it. What do you think about overall the length of time? I know you like it because they needed a star. They needed someone to put put the guy on the billboard. You, you go watch the Giants, right? Let, let's go watch the, the Giants game at this beautiful stadium. Well, who do they got on their team? I don't know. I don't know any of the guys. Oh. They got Carlos Correa. So this is where I think like both of the parties did right by each other, right? So you look at a lot of these monster contracts. Everybody's getting over $30 million a year. And 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 the annual, the AAV, the annual average value was important to a lot of players. So Carlos, I, I believe, gave up annual dollars to get length. And where I think this contract, while I don't think any of them that go over 10 years will ever amount to be, you know, you're, you're getting value out of the entire contract, at least with Carlos's deal. I think it, I think the math works out to 27 million a year, roughly, you know, it won't be the best contract by far, but it won't be the worst. There are going to be guys making $40 million a year at their, at their 40 year mark age 40 year Carlos will be making 27 you know it'll be a little easier to swallow might even be easier to move around if the Giants aren't where they want to be and you know all right let's move on from an aging guy he wants to play for a winner it'll be a little easier because of the annual average 
value dollars. I thought about that same thing. You need a piece for a World Series run or something, a playoff run, you know, 10 years from now, you got an aging Carlos Correa. You get the guy for 26 million instead of 40. That's a huge difference. So, uh, yeah, he'll be 41 when the contract's up. Uh, Bogarts, Turner, a lot of money for these guys. So let's we, we on this episode we do have some questions. Again, I think we only have three today, but one of them goes with my notes on our next topic, and it was from Sherry. She's on Twitter, but I didn't write her Twitter. I just wrote Sherry. She <laughs> said, "What is the solution with the Astros' catching position?" Now I think she wrote this before before this stuff came out, but we got Vasquez who we thought we might get, went to the Twins. Three years, $30 million. Sean Murphy, in a three-way deal, I believe, with Oakland, Atlanta, and somebody else, the Brewers, somebody, can't remember who the other party is, but he goes to Atlanta, who I believe lost their catcher. What do we do? Right now, I don't know who's out there for a trade, but you're looking at, what is his name, Yiner Diaz and Corey Lee. One of those two guys, Corey Lee, is probably what the, what I've read, the better defender, and <clears throat> Diaz has the bat. So I saw a lot of Twitter buzz, you know, and, and to clear up the, the, the thing with the Atlanta Braves, they actually traded their catcher. They had two catchers. They traded one of the two in a three-team deal. That sent Manny Pena to the A's with some other prospects. They sent their catcher, Willem Contreras, to the Brewers. Uh, it was like a nine-player deal, moved them, moved a bunch of pieces around. Uh, I actually saw some Braves Twitter that didn't necessarily love it. I saw some that loved it, you know, that because because the young pitching prospects they sent. So everybody realizes, or at least you know, the people that are that are tuned in realizing pitching matters. So to trade a catcher plus pitching prospects to get a catcher kind of seemed kind of wild. I actually think that's why the Astros haven't necessarily done anything yet. It's it's if they weren't going to pay the, the, the big dollars or the big years to go out and get uh, Wilson Contreras from the Cubs, it almost didn't make sense to trade for Sean Murphy because of what the price tag was and the pieces you would have had to give up. So now for everybody that's that's worried about the catching situation, the starting catcher is Martin Maldonado. Like, like in the in this whole thing, I think lost in all of it was that he was always going to be the starter. That's Dusty's guy. So while he wouldn't play as many games, you're still looking to have Maldi start. Obviously, you know the offensive side is a concern, but both of the young prospects that are coming up are supposed to be better with the bat. So the way I see this thing playing out, unless something just, you know, comes together over the next month or so, which I mean, obviously you can never kind of predict a trade really. I think they're going to show up to camp with, like you said, Corey Lee, Yiner Diaz and see what happens. And they'll be in a, and they'll be in the same position they were at the trade deadline. If the Maldi Corey Yiner things not working to go get a catcher in the trade market, and see what happens. It's not like they're they're there's it's not like they don't have a trusted guy 
that's been working with the rotation the entire time that's to start the season. You don't have that kind of question mark. The question mark is, all right, where's your offense from the catcher spot going to come from? And you've got young guys that can do it, and everybody wanted a proven bat. But until Maldi's done, I think he's going to be the guy that's going to lead, and you just ride with him. What do you think would have been Maldi's reaction or even your reaction if the Astros would have signed Vasquez? We both said he didn't want to stay there because he wanted to start. We don't know this. We're just assuming and guessing. That's what I would want to do. I'd want to be the starting catcher. I wouldn't want to be a backup, but that would have been a pretty good price for him because if they move on from Maldi the next season, then we'd have him for two more. Would you think that'd be a, a, a I think 10 million a year is pretty good, but he'd be getting more, paid more than the starter. So I don't know. Exactly. And that's the point I was going to make. At 10 million is definitely starting catcher money. And I feel like the three years is something that maybe the Astros didn't want to go to because they've got two guys that are either going to be the guy. I think, I think they either wanted somebody to completely take over the position so they could deal some of the young talent or they wanted a one year, two year guy, something like that. Because I think Sean Murphy only had like two years of arbitration. So it would have been this year, then next year, then whatever, you know what I mean? I don't think they wanted to be financially tied, especially I feel like that's a premium dollar. We talked about what Maldi's making. Uh, obviously, Contreras is making next level money, but for a veteran catcher, I, I want to say Vasquez is in his thirties. Ten million is kind of steep, so I can understand why they didn't want to part with that money. A lot of people are like they could have did that. Well, who else are they after? If that's going to cost you Michael Brantley potentially, do you want that? If that's going to cost you Yuli, do you want that? Probably not. So basically what we were both talking about, I believe in the last episode, is me personally, I just wanted some insurance. I know Maldi's the starter, but what if he gets hurt? I don't want to get stuck with these other guys. But you'll, well, we'll see. I mean, if they start out in the major leagues, one of them's going to, unless they make a trade. And uh, that's kind of exciting, actually, to, to let these guys get a chance, knowing we already have a guy, so... One more Astros thing, and then we will talk about, well, Tom will talk about our new sponsor. Uh, Aledmus Diaz went to Oakland. We already knew that, but I didn't get any details about the money. And I saw it today, two years, 14.5. That is probably exactly what I thought he was going to make. I think that it's a great deal for Aledmus. It's it's uh, something that I think that's probably at the ceiling of, of where he probably would have got especially the way he kind of deteriorated down the stretch. Uh, can't say enough good things about him. He, he was he was awesome for, for large parts of the season, you know, very, very dependable. He just struggled down the stretch, a la Trey Mancini. And that's something that I think teams are going to see and teams are going to say, what have you done lately? So for him to be able to get this contract from Oakland, uh, really good for him, really happy for him. Uh, Great clubhouse guy, nothing but positive things. Everybody loved him, you know. So I'm glad he's he's probably going to get a chance to play every day. It looks like I don't I don't know who else is in Oakland. I would think he would start. So happy for him. I kind of felt like I knew his tenure in Houston was done. So glad he found a place to land. I saw a graphic. It showed the starting lineup for the A's in 2021. 
and it showed where they're all at now. Loriano is the only one left from the 2021 starting lineup. It's what it's like really, to it's what it's like to be in Oakland A. And you're feeling really bad for him because Loriano's talented. Loriano's hurt the Astros plenty of times uh, as, as a former Astros farmhand. So it's tough, but that's kind of the way Oakland does their business. They build it up, tear it down, build it up, tear it down. You know, if 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 you're in Oakland for too long, something's probably wrong. So that's it's tough. That 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 makes me appreciate what the Astros are doing that much more. All right, so we're going to take a small break. Well, I'm going to take one while Tom tells you about our new sponsor, Manscaped. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to take a moment to talk about Manscaped. Uh, myself, Rob, technicians in our our professions uh, as a technician in aerospace for many many years. One thing we can all agree on, I mean, regardless of what your profession is, the right tool for the job is so critical. You use something that doesn't, you know, use something that doesn't work and you're frustrated. You get the right tool for the job and you're like, oh, wow, that's so much better. And if you're looking for the right tools for the job for male grooming, Manscaped is the place to be. I've personally used these products. They're amazing. There, there's there's other stuff that you can use out there that that I feel won't get the job done like their stuff will. Whether it's the lawnmower 4.0, if you want to get some work done below the equator, <laughs> uh, the uh, the weed whacker for ear and nose trimming, either one of those product pro, uh, products are amazing. If you need the right equipment, you're you're, you're looking for something. Uh, it's holiday season. You're looking for a gift for that special fella. Head on over to Manscape. They are having a 10% sale right now on the entire website. But if you head on over to Manscaped and use the promo code Astros Baseball, you can save 20% off your purchase. They have a variety of packages from you to choose from to get the right tools for the right job. Head on over to Manscaped. Back to you, Rob. Promo code Astros Baseball. Go to Manscaped. Is it free shipping as well? Free shipping as well. All right, so me and Tom both got these, and it is a beautiful package. The way they send it to you, it comes with a bag. It, I mean, like, uh, I call them, I might have to put explicit on this, but the little bag it comes in, you know what I call those? A travel bag? I call them douche kits, because that's what my dad called them. And, uh, but it's nice. It comes with a nice bag. Everything's nice. Chargers, the you know the grip on them, they're really nice. And all I have to say from the bottom of my heart, guys, it's not the seventies anymore. All right, <laughs> get with the times. All right. So speaking of the times, I don't know if that worked out well. But what do you think about these Goldilocks balls? We didn't get a chance to talk about these on our podcast, and I think it was that astrophysics, and I think her name's like. I don't know, Kelly Maris, or you know her name? Uh, I don't. I thought it was a Meredith something. Meredith, Meredith yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look it up because I feel I feel terrible. We should know the answer to that. Meredith Wills. That sounds right. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I think they collected two hundred balls, right, to get samples, and they had what the dead ball, the live ball, and then they had these special Goldilocks balls. Tom, I want to ask you this. 
Can you guess? They had, they had 20 Goldilocks balls out of those 200. And that don't mean that's all they had in the 200 sample. That's all she had. Can you can you take a guess <laughs> where those Goldilocks balls were being used? Let's see. If I was to guess, I would I would think of places where, you know, it would matter the most. Say a home run chase for, for was going on. <laughs> And I wanted to really, really, really give that home run chase the best chance to happen. Maybe Yankee Stadium. You're correct. <laughs> you are correct. I mean, you went over, you went over and above, but you're correct. <laughs> Do, does that bother you at all? It should. I mean, <laughs> uh, for me, for me, this is kind of status quo for Manfred and MLB. They've tried to do things to mess with the game and some of it might be helping. Some of it might not. The fact that they're doctoring balls to, you know, increase uh, fan satisfaction while on the surface sounds like it would be okay. Where and when you do it matters. And if you're going to tell me that you're not doing this equally across MLB and you're picking spots, I'm going to be pretty pissed off, you know, especially when you've got fan bases that are like, you know, beating their chests about home run numbers and how, how they're the greatest home runs hitting home run hitting team in the MLB. And they've got the greatest home run hitter, you know, and then you got your teams going into these ball, into these ballparks, having to try to beat these clubs. Granted, you get the same baseballs or whatever, but Maybe you're a singles and doubles hitting team, you know, maybe, maybe that's not your forte. So you're playing to a team's strengths. It's just not a competitive advantage. I don't feel that needed to happen. A number of pitchers could tell the balls were different. And Justin Verlander was even one of them. He's like, when are you going to fix the balls? Like they know something's wrong with it. But like I said, one time before that I read that book and Major League Baseball is kind of like the mafia. But the thing from Astro fans, you know, when you first hear like, yeah, they gave Yankees the ball and you're like, and you still couldn't win. You still couldn't win. But when Judge was the, you know, we hit the 62, I gave him a lot of respect for that because the other guys were roided up. And now, now. So his balls were roided up. Yeah, now his balls are roided up. And hopefully they're manscaped. But uh, now I don't respect his 62 anymore. So, you know, who knows who's the worst. Once again, I don't care about the home run champion. I mean, the home run uh, record. I care less. I don't care anymore. And, and here's the thing that, like, makes it even more, like, recognizable. So for the longest time. I thought that maybe Aaron Judge was on the juice because there was a there was a 20 home run difference between first and second place like like it wasn't was. even close. So so like if you just put the numbers down next to each other like why is there this huge gap? Now we know or at least I feel we know that he had these doctored up baseballs to hit that where that's a lazy fly ball to center field or right field that's carrying over the fence now. You're really horrible, Manfred. All right, so our good old listener, I was going to say good old boy, Steve. I don't know where <laughs> he lives, but he lives somewhere. 
Steve's going to have in, to tell us. Isn't he across the globe? Isn't he in like, oh, yeah. Uh, He's far yeah. away. He yeah. eats food like me. <laughs> he posts his food. I really like that about him. So he said, this is him. He said, Lance McCullers won 13 games in 2021. And I guess that's his personal best. Willie set a new record in 2023. Well, so we're going, let's go 13 games over under or 12 and a half games. 13 wins. 13 wins. My bad. Um, so that's such a tough question because like. If he stays healthy, it's over. I think he's going to do it. Really? I just, I just, I wonder like. Is that a lot of wins these days? It really is. Like, like everybody got to double digits, right? So, Urquidy, I think, had 10 wins. Urquidy pitched, like, all season long. So, he's got to get 14. That's the question. 14. I'm going to say he does it, too, because I think Lance has a lot to prove. I'm going Obviously, back, and I'm saying no. He can't okay. stay. I, I mean, if, you, if, it, if you're betting a ton of money, he, he's always hurt. He has a history of being hurt, unless I'm wrong. So he's been hurt twice. That's of a his, major that's a history. Of of major, you know what I mean? A ma- but these are both major injuries. So that season that you're referring to, he was healthy the entire season and then got hurt in the playoffs. Uh-huh. Um, I believe the only other time he got hurt, he had TJ. So I think he had an entire he had an entire half of a season and now he's going to have an entire off season. I really feel like he should have a full season this year. It's a lot of wins though, right? 14. It is a lot of wins. I'm going to say no. I worry about, (laughs) I worry about the offense. That's, that's what I worry about. I think it's so hard for teams to score. runs A little bit, (laughs) but it's no big deal. Uh, I think it's so hard to to win games, you know, score runs, but the Astros offense is going to be better. So maybe that's going to help him get there. All right. Life after little league. This is his name on Twitter. You have these long contracts that everybody's signing, including Correa. He thinks that may keep Kyle Tucker from signing an extension like like Yoron did. You you agree with that? I do. And that's that's definitely a fear of mine because Kyle Tucker doesn't seem like a dumb guy. So for him, it's very easy for him to go, okay, if I get to free agency and I keep playing at this level, I'm gonna be able to command a judge type contract, a you know what I mean? And somebody will pay it. And no shit. I, no, no shift. So his numbers are probably going to be better. So this is a hundred RBI guy, 25 homers, 25 steals. Like, like he's going to be able to sell himself so easy. So it's, does he want to win? It's, does he want the financial security up front? If he's, if he's okay, where he's at, then he's probably okay to be like, well, I'll just take it all the way down. Now, if the Astros can see that, I think the the smart move for them and it, the fan base would go insane would be to trade him because Crane has shown that he's not signing you that deal. And it's also kind of played out that 
He didn't have to do it. <laughs> Superstar free agent. I want to say they offered him something similar to what Jordan got. What is that? Jordan Six got years eighty or something like that. Or no, was, no, no. It was. Hunter? It was. Go ahead. I look. I look it up. What do you think it is per season though? Because Kyle Tucker is going to get a lot of money, and he's not making a lot of money now. But I think is this is this might be his first year in arbitration, so he's going to get some good money. Second team All MLB All Star. He's going to get paid. So he Jordan signed a six year, hundred and fifteen million dollar contract. And Tucker's like, no. Mm-mm. Well, think about it. Think about what all these guys just signed for. Oh, I that's know. A, that's but a steal. He did that before. Uh, Jordan Alvarez's contract is a major steal. Yeah. That is a yeah. yeah that is a huge bargain for that guy, who's going to be a beast. And I can I, I got my magic crystal ball right here. The thing about the Astros, though, they don't have any super like high paid pitchers now because JV's mm-hmm. gone. So they could try, and see, to try to get Tucker to sign, you know, with a 30 million a year. But he, if he wants these big 12, 11, he's gone. And see, this is the, this is the thing. This is how it breaks down, too. This is kind of important. So Jordan's 25, right? So this will be his 26, his, his age 26 season. So he'll make seven million this year, and then it'll go up each year. And basically, what the Astros did was they bought out his arbitration and then included raises in there. So he'll make ten million in in 2024, fifteen million in 2025, and then for the final three years of his contract, he'll make twenty six million dollars a year. So I think that that's very fair when you think about what he's is it's escalating to. I think the years are just where where you're going to have an issue because Tucker knows, hey, I could probably command a 10-year contract. Oh, yeah. So what are we saying here? They they may, yeah, we, so we, we agree with that. Life after a Little League, we both think that Tucker is not going to sign an extension unless it's a really, really big one, and I don't see that coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pull up his age right now to see if there's a a difference so he's 25 he's 25 as well so that's that's where i think and i think he's got the same couple of three years of control left right three so he'll be 28 possibly 29 so i i saw this from bob nightingale he he uh tweeted this a little while i was taking notes maybe 50 minutes before then scott boris has negotiated $1.01 billion in contracts, and he still has uh, Rodon left. Can you imagine getting 5% of that? Because I think that's what they make. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) You know? But, I mean, he's been so cagey with it. Scott Boris, you hate him because you know he's going to come get every dollar from you. But as a player, you got to love him because you know you're going to get every dollar. And he's true to form. He played the Carlos Correa deal perfectly. In my my opinion, he's like, okay, we'll just wait you out. And he got what he he got what he wanted last year. He got it a year later. When he signed with the twins, I was telling everybody, it's a one-year contract. Oh no, it isn't. It's three. No, no, no. He is not going to Minnesota. And I I like it. I I I like Carlos Correa. 
I was happy when uh, George Springer went to Toronto. It just seemed like a good fit for him. You know, I, I like these guys. I want them to be successful and, you know, just go to the National League. I'm cool with that. Real quick on, on Kyle Tucker. So uh, I pulled up uh, Sports Track, which kind of does the contracts and breaks down. So he'll be a free agent in 2026. His estimated uh, arbitration number for this year is $5.9 million. So to put that in context with what Jordan got, Jordan got an extra $1.1 this year, kind of bumped him up. And then I would assume that the bump is equal to what he would get over and over and over again. So each arbitration year, he's he would be making more than he would have been making if he just went to arbitration. So I think that's the argument that you yeah. could make on the side for Jordan going, okay, I'll take the money up front. I'll still be young enough to sign another deal. That kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all I have, buddy. Do you have any of those amazing final thoughts? <laughs> so I know the uh, free agent market is kind of dried up. You know, there's Carlos Rodon out there. I know that trades are, are are something that can happen all the time for your Astros team, for the fans that are a little upset that they didn't get the premier catcher or the premier left fielder. And there's still some names out there. Andrew Benatendi's still out there. Obviously uncle Mike's still out there. There's options for the Astros moving forward. I think you just really got to be patient, you know, because everybody forgets that this team's at the top of the mountain right now. They, they are the best of the best. They're still loaded. They lost literally one starter and a utility guy, off, or off, a couple of utility guys off their roster. So for the, their, their starting lineup, basically everybody in their starting rotation is coming back. Everything that you felt good about last year, you're going to feel good about this year. Justin was an unknown. You hoped he pitched well. He pitched great. You know, there's other unknowns in the rotation now too. Hunter Brown's sort of an unknown, but he's got the potential to be every bit as good as uh, Justin Verlander. CJ, a year a year older, a year wiser, was a, was the best pitcher in baseball in the postseason. There's a lot of positives with this ball club going into the season, and they weren't positives a year ago, and they're the World Series champions. So I can't expect enough how much Jose Abreu is going to be a big bat or at least should be. So relax is, is my, is my message to the people. Relax. All right. So hit them up with that uh, code again before we go. And then we'll see you later. Manscaped.com Astros baseball, 20% off your entire purchase. Get over there, get it done. All right, folks. We'll see you next time on Astros baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Having a versatile, high-quality piece of clothing feels great. But having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com. Code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.